Hey guys, it's John. I hope you're having an awesome, awesome day. Uh, today I just wanted to pump out a, a quick little one for you, but it's one that is extremely important and will hopefully make you a very large amount of money and help you not lose a very large amount of money. Uh, so I've had this happen two or three times uh, in the past year and a half or so. Uh, the first time it happened was when I had some big short positions against Kemet Brands, uh, betting against their acquisition, which did very, very, very well, as you guys know. Exited. So basically, what we're talking about is when you have uh, options contracts, you have multiple contracts on a single company at different expiration dates, different strike prices, etc. Uh, fairly common thing to do. It's a good way to diversify risk. You know, you put some maybe 80% of your holdings in far dated contracts relative to the timing of the position or whatever the swing trade is. And then you put the other 20% in more speculative, shorter term positions. Uh, it's a pretty good uh, strategy. Uh, there's different ratios you can use. 80-20 is good if it's a bigger position and you're spreading it out over a couple of months and you have them expiring in like three separate months, say if it's a four-month position or a six-month position. Um, and then I just had this recent trade on Disney. It was really nice. Head and shoulder setup, really great. Um, everything about it was just textbook phenomenal. And uh, it was shorter term, significantly shorter term. Um, I would say maybe three weeks like super long term like most aggressive the contracts i did initially were the two-week contracts and i added to the position two days ago three days ago with one week contracts well i guess it would be two days ago because that'd be monday so yeah i added the position at the beginning of the week and it did really really well so it dropped out basically the, my, my uh, thesis was it was gonna hit the second shoulder 175 and then drop to you know, the neckline, uh, it's uh, probably around the bouts of 158, 160. So I did 162.5 puts expiring this week and 160 puts expiring next week. I had the 160s last week and they'd been doing well. And then I added into it with the ones expiring this week. And that's another good strategy you can use if everything validates. You can add into the shorter term ones if you can tell there's going to be a shorter term swing, shorter term move uh, instead of uh, laddering. The expiration dates at the beginning, you can use it as a way to add into positions that are doing well because a lot of times something that comes to mind is ET, um, energy transfer. Yeah. So with ET, I had one and a half year dated calls that had gone up 40 or so percent and done really, really well the stock in the first day. And over the next couple of weeks, uh, or maybe it was like the next week or so, it was really quick, the stock basically doubled. And I think uh, similar story with ENLC is a while ago. I'm not going to get too deep into it, but basically very similar story. You have very long dated one and a half year calls. And what's interesting is that while the calls did really well, the calls like doubled, they made 150% or so. What I did is I added short-term calls, like one week calls, three week calls based on the setups. They were like ABCD setups, they were reversal setups. They were, I mean, it's just basic technicals. So based on continued short-term setups that were validating i added short-term calls and what's cool is the short-term calls did like 500 percent even though they captured a much smaller price move and then the long-term calls because they were significantly cheaper right uh, so a really really good strategy if you want to add to positions or if you want to maybe introduce a little bit more upside by only introducing a minority of risk is you you take the shorter term contracts on a really good position so anyway that's what i did here with disney like i just said and what I want to talk about is exiting these positions. And if for this first time this happened, I was like, okay, you know, whatever. 
Um, but it just happened again to me, and I, I really think that um, that this is this is a very important. So basically, what it is is with Kemet, I exited my March eighteenth contracts on March fifteenth, and then I had a bunch in June, and I made they were all extremely profitable, right? And only a minority of them were in the March eighteenth contracts. And after I exited that position. From that point forward, they did nothing but shrink in value, shrink in value, shrink in value, and they lost essentially all of their value in about a month, two months. Something similar just happened here with Disney, where yesterday they opened, they gapped down, they filled the gap that was the head and shoulders. It was the, they like, gap, there's a shoe, like they, they had a negative 5.5% alpha on the day. It was very, it was perfect. I mean, it was exactly what we were predicting. And the positions went up a thousand percent at the open, right? So immediately, I exit the shorter term position, just like with Kemet, I exit the shorter term position, and then I think, okay, well, my long term thesis is going to keep going, blah blah blah. Excuse me, and like I know for a fact that it's going to bounce. You know, there's going to be some bounce. There's going to be some retrace before it keeps on moving down, which was similar to with what happened. To Kemet, I was like, I know it's going to bounce and it's going to go up. Um, and even recently, I was doing this hedge against this Ethereum trade with this long Bitcoin short Ethereum trade. And I was like, I know that it's going to go up. Uh, the, the Bitcoin as the Ethereum, it was, they were inverted pairs and there were some nuances in the monthly and the weeklies on the candles. But I didn't do anything, right? I didn't long anything. I didn't in the double W. And... It's the same thing here as like, I know Disney's going to go up and today they're up a ton. They retrace basically the whole movement they had yesterday, which is hopefully it's going to be a short term thing. That's, that's kind of what I'm betting on is it being, it's just a temporary retrace. But I knew there would be a temporary retrace because you had a 21 MA and then you also had the Bollinger Bands on the, on the 50 MA for the daily. And then the 21 was the weekly. And so it was very, very obvious it was, it was going to be like a bounce, right? And it was the same thing with, with Kemet. It was like they were at a they were at a very very strong moving average, and it was like very obvious there was going to be a bounce in it. And what I what I've realized is that when you exit the shorter term contracts in a position, when you exit part of the position that's balanced in the shorter term contracts, you should go ahead and exit the whole position. Because with with Kemet, the rest of the position that I didn't bother exiting lost ninety five percent of its value. Same thing here with. With Disney, the rest of the position that I had that I didn't exit lost seventy five percent of its value, and so it was really really silly to only exit the profitable, like really profitable part, and then not actually exit the rest of it, knowing that it's a good time to sell. So like when you sell part of the contract, and they're up, and this is specifically for options contracts that are up like multiple hundreds, over five hundred percent, multiple thousands of percent. If you're doing this with equity, it's a little bit different. Like you can you can kind of afford to wait because it doesn't matter. There's no time aspect. There's no volatility aspect. Yada yada. But when it comes to really high leverage option contracts, it makes complete and total sense to exit the entirety of the position the moment that you start exiting the short term contracts. And you really, really, really should do that because every single time that I haven't done that, it has been super silly and ridiculously unprofitable. And 
you know, I just, I see now, I, I had never seen this before, but I, I do see now that it makes so much more sense and it is so much more effective to exit the entirety of the ladder of expirations that you have. The moment that you're forced to close any of your positions at the shorter term dates. And it doesn't matter as much what the short term dates are, as long as you're exiting them because of price movement and you're not exiting them just because it's the expiration day. If you are intentionally selling and not waiting until the end of the contract period and letting it expire on its own with no time value, at any point, like with Kemet, I was three days from expiration on that one contract, but I exited it of my own accord, right? Before the expiration. The moment that you start selling those extremely high in the money, very significantly appreciated contracts, even the shorter, like once you're selling shorter ones, you really want to also start disposing of the further data contracts. Um, I promise you this will work wonders for you. Great strategy to you know, as effectively as you can mitigate the risks that you have in your options positions. And man, uh, would have made me, uh, you know, a lot more money, but still did really well in the position on both those positions. I talked about other ones too. They all did, they did well at the end of the day, but, um, you know, just, just better ways to optimize it, better ways to make it better. And, uh, yeah, so really, really good strategy there. Strategy cost a lot of money to learn. So if you guys got a ton of value from it and please apply it, give it a shot. It will, uh, it will serve you well, and it will help you lock in a lot of those really big profits on options trades, which you guys are going to be pounded because you know technical analysis. All right, cool. Well, uh, thank you guys so much. Have an awesome, awesome day, and uh, I'll see you later. Peace.